This is the Physical Activity Researcher Podcast, a podcast for researchers of sedentary behavior, physical activity, and sports. Join for a relaxed dialogue about research design, practicalities, and, well, anything related to research. Learn from your fellow researchers useful and relevant information that does not fit into formal content and limited space of scientific publications. And here is your host, researcher and entrepreneur, Ollie Tikkanen. Hello and welcome back to our podcast mini-series Data Analysis for Sedentary Behavior. This is episode two of our six-part series. And in this episode, we will be discussing techniques for analyzing sedentary behavior data. So let's get started. Now, in our last episode, we talked about understanding and pre-processing our data. We learned that before we can even begin to analyze our data, we first need to understand it and prepare it for analysis. But once we have done that, what's next? Well, that's what we are going to explore today. So let's start with the basic question. What do we mean when we talk about data analysis? Well, in a nutshell, data analysis is all about examining, cleaning, transforming, and modeling data with the goal of discovering useful information, drawing conclusions, and supporting decision-making. So when it comes to analyzing sedentary behavior data, there are a variety of techniques we can use. The choice of technique often depends on the nature of our data and the specific questions we are trying to answer. But for today's discussion, we are going to focus on two main types of analysis, descriptive statistics and time series analysis. So let's start with descriptive statistics. Descriptive statistics, as the name suggests, are all about describing and summarizing our data. This could involve calculating measures of central tendency, like the mean, median, and mode, or measures of variability, like the range, variance, and standard deviation. So, for instance, let's say we have collected accelerometer data on a group of office workers to measure their sedentary behavior. We might use descriptive statistics to calculate the average amount of time these workers spend sitting each day or the range of sitting times across the, the group or different groups. And this can give us a good snapshot of the overall sedentary behavior in this group. But descriptive statistics are just the tip of the iceberg. While they can give us a good overview of our data, they don't necessarily tell us much about the patterns or relationship within our data. And that's where our second type of analysis comes in, time series analysis. Now, time series analysis is a bit more complex. It involves analyzing data that's collected over time to identify patterns 
trends and cycles. In the context of sedentary behavior, this could involve looking at how a person's sitting time changes throughout the day or how their activity levels vary from day to day. For instance, using time series analysis, we might discover that our office workers tend to be most sedentary in the mid-afternoon or that they are more active on weekdays compared to weekends or opposite. This type of analysis can provide us with valuable insights into the dynamics of sedentary behavior and, and help us identify, for example, potential intervention points. So if you are new to this, this might sound a bit complicated. If you have done this a lot, you already know this. The, the beauty of data analysis is that there are plenty of software tools out there that can do the heavy lifting for us. There's tools like SPSS, R, and Python that have built-in functions for conducting both descriptive statistics and time series analysis, making our job a whole lot easier. But of course, using these tools effectively requires a certain level of skill and understanding. It's, it's a bit like learning to drive a car. You need to understand the rules of the road and how to operate the vehicle before you can safely and effectively get from point A to point B. And that's why it's so important to invest time in learning about these analysis techniques and how to use these different software tools. And whether that's through formal education, online courses or self-study, building these skills can greatly enhance your ability to analyze sedentary behavior data and then draw meaningful conclusions from, from the data. And I want to take a moment here to emphasize that while these analysis techniques can be incredibly powerful, they are not infallible. Like any tool, they are only as good as the person using them. So it's important to approach our analysis always with the critical eye, to question our assumptions and to be aware of the limitations of our data and also our analysis techniques. So for instance, while time series analysis can reveal patterns and trends in our data, it can't necessarily tell us why these patterns exist. Similarly, while descriptive statistics can give us a good overview of our data, they can sometimes oversimplify and obscure important details. So as we delve into our data, it's crucial to keep these considerations in mind and to quote the famous phrase of a statistician, all models are wrong, but some are useful. So our goal is to find the most useful model for our data while remaining aware of all of its limitations. So that concludes our second episode where we looked 
some techniques for analyzing sedentary behavior data. And if you're planning to have a project that could benefit from measuring sedentary behavior, I would be glad to have a quick video call with you. And you can find the link to book a call in the episode description. So don't hesitate to book a time if, you, if you're interested. And in our next episode, we will be discussing interpreting data from different measurement techniques. Thanks for listening. Feel free to share your thoughts on, on Twitter. Glad to hear some feedback. And thanks for listening. Have a brilliant day. This podcast is sponsored by Fibian, a research device that has been shown to be valid in tracking sitting, standing, physical activity and energy expenditure. Furthermore, Fibian has been shown to be valid categorizing physical activity into light, moderate and vigorous intensity. In addition to scientific accuracy, Fibian provides automatically produced and easy-to-understand reports for research participants. Get scientific validation and learn more about Fibian at fibian.com research. Fibian. From researchers to researchers.